everyone. Welcome to Question the Answer, where no matter what your beliefs or what your opinions are, we can come together as people and find common ground. I am your co-host, Megan. And, and, and I am Christine. You could say my name for me. That's okay. Christine. <laughs> you totally say my name for me. Well, Megan, so funny. Sorry. Did you watch the last episode? I did. Very much in the weeds we got. You know what's funny is I watched that and I was like, man, I didn't even talk about half the things I wanted to talk about. I know. Well, it was a big, it was a heavy episode. Like there's a lot to unpack with that information. And we were like so serious. Yes. A little serious. We're gonna have a little more fun today, promise. Yeah. I mean, the title of this episode today is Land of Confusion, which I think is fitting for many reasons. One, we are currently in a land of confusion. It's just no one knows what's going on. It's chaos, and we're all just trying to navigate. And it's a great song, but you just informed me before this episode that you don't know what Land no, of Confusion I, is. But once you once you sang it, I totally knew what the song was. It's a good song. I'm going to spare all the listeners of my singing, but, yeah, it's a great song. I mean, if you listen to that, it just makes you want to, like, straight up start a revolution. <laughs> <laughs> and if it doesn't make you feel that way... You're dead inside. I don't know if we're heading towards a revolution, but definitely a civil war. <laughs> well, okay. Do you know every... Oh, do you remember in the first episode I took I talked to you about this guy named Phil Gwoki? Yes. So one of the other things he kind of... Uh, oh, and I wish I had the screenshot for it, but he put on the screen was there. there's a certain amount of years that go by in between wars, and it's mm-hmm. literally like every... I'm going to get this number wrong, but it's like every 40 years, there's been a war. And he put it in a circle graph. And guess when the, the year mark is coming? The, the next war, if you follow the last 100 years, the next war is coming in year 2023. I was going to say, I feel like like we're due yep and it, it it was once again I guess we can get into it differently or more in depth in a different episode but he says that every 40 years there is a war and it's a massive war it's not like these little you know it's not like you know what we well, do on Facebook right now but it's like a war or a civil war or a revolution something massively changes within you know the human race Every 40 years. And 2023 is the next, the next one up. I mean, just with everything going on, you just kind of feel like we're on the brink of that. Well, everybody's so very divided. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting is everybody's so divided, but they hate the other side. Rather than just existing and understanding that people are different, we just want to yes. hate those that do not think like us. Well, and because of that, I mean, you have, and this is perfect segue, our episodes about media bias, right? So... <laughs> that feeds into that divide, and you just have people that are going to follow their beliefs. They're going to go to those outlets that kind of feed that, and then you. It's in everybody. I'm I'm always right. That's the mentality we're in. I'm right. You're wrong. You can't tell me otherwise. Well, I'm right. You're wrong. I'm good. You're bad. Right. You're the enemy. I'm yeah. trying to help the world. Right. Right. And it's just not. You can't live like that because it's not. It's not how it works. Well, I mean relationships in general in their basic form don't work like that. I mean, right. let, every every relationship is a negotiation. I mean, let's, I'm not married, but let's take your marriage, for example. Do you <laughs> ever had. get 100% of what you want? Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> in my Liar. mind, yes. In my mind. Okay, in but reality. No. no, of course not. Of course not. Right, because you two have to negotiate and meet in the middle. 
And all relationships are on the basis of a negotiation. My customers, when I have a problem customer or we have messed up a job, we don't get 100% what we want and they don't get 100% of what they want. We have to negotiate to the middle. It's a compromise. Which doesn't happen in society that much anymore. People literally think that they're going to get 100% of what they want and believe without understanding that relationships, all relationships, whether they're business, personal, um, you know, business to business mm -hmm. or person to business, all relationships are going to be some type of negotiation and you have to learn to meet folks in the middle. Well, it's that sense of entitlement. And for some reason it's getting worse and I think it's getting worse by the generation. It's like, I'm entitled to this. It's interesting you mentioned the um, generation because I do believe the, this generation coming up understands this the least because of the environment they're being brought yes. up. And I don't think it's their fault at all. But no, you, the environment plays a huge part of you're it. You're teaching children that it's not okay to be uncomfortable. And if you're uncomfortable, then that means A, something's wrong, B, you need some type of medication. Or C, you need to completely oppose anything that makes you uncomfortable. And that comfort is just something that should happen 100% of the time. What we're not teaching children is that, listen, when you get out of school and when you get out of college or your trade school or whatever you decide to do in your adult life, you are going to be uncomfortable probably 80% of the time. And you're going to have to learn how to be uncomfortable. And to just not learn to navigate right. that discomfort and just throw it out the window and just want to move to a place of comfort, you're not really getting the tools that you need in life to succeed. And I, and once again, I feel like the generations underneath us, they're losing that sense of, well, I just want to be comfortable all the time. And I, I right. don't... I'm uncomfortable or I need a safe space or I need this. And I, well, and yes, everybody needs comfort, but, but most of life is uncomfortable because yes. most of life is constantly changing. And it's not, I mean, life isn't fair. And human beings <laughs> naturally resist change yes. and life isn't fair. I know but that was fair. That was kind of what they shoved down our throats. And it's I think, like, I think we got life. the message. You know, we were, to we were told growing up that we could be anything we wanted. I wanted to be a famous singer. It completely didn't happen. I work in windows and doors. Well, you, for those that don't know Chrissy, she does have a wonderful voice. So maybe... You've never heard me sing. Yes, I have. You sing at your sister's wedding. Oh. Oh, yeah. That's right. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. I forgot. So, I mean, I'm thinking maybe at some point you put on a it's little show. It's not going to be a segment. Don't even start. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, like, you know, we were told that you could be yes. anything you want. And by the way, my generation, we were we were very much disappointed when we grew up. We were like, wait a minute, we can't I'm be anything a princess? we want? Right, right. <laughs> right. What do you mean? I mean, I just said before we walked in, I, I my, my jam is not Pinocchio because there weren't any princesses in the movie. So, I mean. Yeah, I, I mean, my I have two girls and they are very much, actually, we did the back to school signs, right? And oh, how cute. on the, on the signs, it's like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And every year one of them says princess. And I'm like, yeah, you got it, sweetie. I love, by <laughs> the way, I love that you say that to your daughters because we, we always, you know, when you have little kiddos and you have daughters, I, when, at least when I was growing up, it was like, what princess do you want to be? I love that women now, women that are leaders are like, what do you want to be when you grow up? You know, mm -hmm. 
it's like, and it's, it's great because too, like you want to encourage them, right. To just go after your dreams, do what you want to do. But then it's also like cute. Cause you just want to hear their answers. Yeah. Like I asked my son, what, what, he wanted what do to they want to be? <laughs> my son said he wants to be a dad. And I was like, you're, that is so, that is I just, so like, your son. I can't even st- take him. Um, <laughs> my oldest said she wants to be, dad. <laughs> she wants to be a dad. <laughs> Um, my oldest wanted to be, she wants to, she doesn't really have one thing. Like she wants to create, she wants, she mm-hmm. likes, she wants to be an artist. She, she wants does. to be, I personally think she needs to go into drama school um, <laughs> because, you know, that's just, we're living in her Hollywood. She will exceed in <laughs> drama school. Yes. Yes. And then my other, my younger girl said she would like to be, um, it's either a princess, but then the other day she mentioned that she would like to be a singer. And this oh. girl is on fire is her jam. Does she know all the words? Uh-huh. It's crazy how fast kids can learn lyrics. Yeah, I'm like, you can learn that, but you can't learn, you know, yeah. pick up the playroom. It'd be cool if Princess was a title. I know. I know. For now you, it is. Could you imagine getting, like, the glass door recommendations? <laughs> we we have found a job for you, <laughs> Princess. Cinderella. <laughs> I mean, technically, I guess you could if you're going to be a princess for, like, kids' parties. Yeah. I'm not really sure... Probably doesn't pay well. There was, you know, the CEO of Facebook, it's a female, mm-hmm. and she has one of the best, the best sayings I've ever heard. Is she says, I wish we would stop telling little girls that they're bossy and start telling them that they have leadership skills. I love that. Yes. I love it. Because that's the truth. Yeah. So on to bias. Yes, media bias. I think this one's interesting. And again, there's a lot. I mean, it happens every day. Media bias has been around since the dawn of what, like the printing press. So... You're always going to have it, and there's so many different forms of it, but today, it's just everywhere. Every, well, it's, it is the basis of everything. Yes. Which is what you just said. I just said it differently. <laughs> you just said it more. <laughs> more um, assertion. Well, you know, it's funny. When we picked this topic, I, I was like, oh, my God. Like, where do, you, where do you even start on this? I know. So... I was like, what is the basic definition of bias? So I, we have the basic bias. Chrissy's is going to sing for us. No, I'm not going to sing. Although life would be better as a musical. It would. It really we just would. get up and start dancing and singing. Um, bias is a dis, disproportionate weight in favor of or against an idea or thing, usually in a way that is close-minded. Hmm, hint, hint, close-minded. <laughs> prejudicial, or unfair. Biases can be innate or learned. People may develop biases for or against an individual, a group, or a belief. In science and engineering, a bias is a systemic error. I don't know why I, don't know why I put that last part in. Just in case you're wondering. <laughs> Just in case you're a scientist out there. So basically, it's, it's innate or it's learned, and you basically have a certain viewpoint for or against something. I, Which I, is what we see every day. And it's it's natural, right? Like even if you take away media, if you take away, you know, outlets that you can go to, just human nature, we're, we're biased. Like we, you grow to have biased opinions or think certain ways. It's just how humans work, right? Yeah, your environment 100% yes. has a role in this. And, and then you have the ones that are innate. So have you ever taken an unconscious bias? Um, it's not an exam, but like a, it's like a test 
and un- what your unconscious bias is? It's been a long time, but yes, I feel like back in college we had, we did stuff like that. I've taken several, and um, believe it or not, I wasn't surprised with the outcomes mm-hmm. until recently. I just took one about three years ago. My Actually, what I used to have an unconscious bias for has completely flipped on its head, and I actually swing towards... Um, I swing a way that is very surprising to me. So, Which um, is interesting. It is interesting. So, I, it, yeah, unconscious bias, I mean, you can take a free one online if you want. It just lets you know what you, what you immediately think of and what you're immediately biased of. I want to do it. It's interesting yeah. to learn. Yeah. You know, and then you have your media bias, which I believe is blowing up the world right now. You, mm-hmm. you were very upset with the media last episode with COVID. Still am. Well, because they really haven't gotten much better, unfortunately. No. So I just think, like you said, they, I, I believe, and I said this last time, I think they're the culprit for such a divide that we have right now. Uh, and it makes sense. And back in the day, you know, you would have, you're like, there'd be like two main outlets, right? One for the left, one for the right. And you had, you know, some of your top players. But now you can find it anywhere. You have, again, your main, especially news, news outlets. But go on social media. Go on Instagram, go on Twitter, go on Facebook. You can, there are so many accounts now giving out information. And again, you find the accounts that kind of swing your way and that's what you follow. And it's easy to like look at another account that is, a, you know, has the opposite view of you and be like, oh, this is, you're, you're telling lies. Like this is horrendous. Well, think about it. When you read something you don't like, what's the first thing you think about? That person. It's funny how we take... Oh. How we, how we look at a thought or an opinion, and then we go immediately to attack the person. Right. It, and I do, I do it. I think a lot of people do. It's, I think we all do. And it's, it, it has become very easy to do that. I mean, I guess step one would be the awareness of, like, why are you attacking this person? Just because you don't like my opinion doesn't mean you can't like me. It, correct. You and know? I think there needs to be more openness to that because, I mean, that's kind of what our whole show is about you can have differing opinions you can think different differently well you can like somebody and Not, and yeah. oppose their political views correct you know what i mean like i love tom hanks probably hands down one of my favorite He's actors the in the world he was in pinocchio don't really agree with his politics though but i love tom hanks i think yes. he's like massively talented Yes. But we, we, we tend to think that if we don't like your opinions, that we have to hate the person. And it's getting, and it's getting muddy. It's, it's, getting, it's getting to the point where we literally just won't even interact with somebody that doesn't think like us. And it's mm-hmm. getting scary in a way. Because believe it or not, you should be interacting more yes. with the people you don't agree with. Correct. You know, it's like in yoga. All the poses that you hate the most should be doing the most of them. You should be doing them constantly. It's kind of the same thing. We think that because we don't think like you or because you don't think like me, I can't even look at you. I have to block you. I have to cancel you. You don't even, you don't even exist. Uh, cancel, yeah. When, I, it kind of ties in with that whole comfort thing you were saying because it's like that doesn't make me, that's it, not giving mm-hmm. me comfort. That's not providing it's me. Comfortable. It's like interrupting my safe space and I don't want to hear it. So you just kind of like, dismiss everything around you and you dismiss the people that are saying it. And I'm not saying don't have a safe space. Listen, my safe space is the yoga room. You bet. I go there to heal. I go there to get my frustrations out. I go there to work out. I go there to sweat. That is my safe space. I'm not saying don't have a place that you can't Everyone go and, should. and yes. reset. Yes. 
Mine but, is in a dark closet. But don't don't expect the world and life to be like that. That's why Correct. you need a safe space so that you can get away from that, rethink, clear your thoughts, and then go back out into the world and, and act like a like a professional and put together human being. Hopefully. I mean, I guess that's the goal, but doesn't always happen. But yes, that is the goal. I mean, imagine being a celebrity where all of your mistakes are just plastered across the world. Oh, and we get into that because <laughs> I I love, you know, celebrity news. I Yeah, you're kind of a sucker for it. I am, and it's terrible, and it's... <laughs> I am. I am, I, but, and part of me is always like, why do I care? But at the same time, sometimes it's so entertaining. You're like your father with Disney stuff. Like, you just yeah. know random facts about celebrities, and I'm like, where would you I know, even learn that? It's kind of disturbing, but um, it's just, it's entertaining, and... I, you know, I'm saying all these things like, oh, we shouldn't do this and do that. I do it. So I'm also criticizing myself. I mean, imagine all the mistakes you've made in your life. Everybody reading about, oh, my God. Never. Or critiquing everything about you. I don't think I would be very popular, to be honest Well, no you. wonder you see, you know, especially more within the last few years, celebrities just going off the hinges. I mean, never forget 2008 Britney Spears. Mm. Okay, which... I'll save that for later on. but Yeah, a little nugget put in your back yeah. pocket. So if media bias has been around forever, why is it so bad now? And by the way, now that we're closer together, I'm a fidgeter. So I'm going to kick you. I'm going <laughs> to knock this table up. Which I'm just going to like falling you. off my chair. Yeah. You know. I mean, why is it so bad now? Like, yeah, there's more humans on the earth. Yes, the populations are up. There's a lot of issues going on but but if it's always been around I mean that's a good question I th- I think one because there are more sources to get the information and more people are having a voice they're finding platforms to put out that voice so technology has technology, changed everything 100% the rate at which we get information now is so fast is so Correct. fast and I don't know maybe some of you can agree with me but there are some days you just have to turn the news off yes. you have to turn cer- because so much information can sometimes makes me a little hypersensitive. I don't it's know. overload. Well, I, I mean, a good example is when I started watching Yellowstone. Oh, uh, love Yellowstone. So do I. But I had to turn it off after the third episode. Why? Because I was having bad dreams. Oh. And I was in a very bad mood. And I was there was so much violence in it. Yeah. It was literally affecting everything in my life. And I had to turn it off for almost a month. And then I turned it back on when I like I really I was like okay this is going to be a violent show and I ended up loving it oh fantastic yeah see I can like that's why my husband thinks I have like issues because I can watch stuff like that and turn it off sleep soundly <laughs> and go You're about like my, my day. mother she yeah. can sleep with it on I can just kind of disconnect from it after but I do know a lot of people who one don't watch the news at all they they they've stopped watching it because they can't handle all the negativity that just comes out every day. Well, I'm one of them. There, I will go through, I call it like a week cleanse where I have to turn off the news. I don't watch it in the morning. I have to be very intentional about not watching the news in the morning for a full week. I have to be very intentional about not listening to the podcast I normally Mm -hmm. listen to, and I listen to just Yoga Land. I have to be very intentional. Because it actually, it comes out in my mood, and it comes yes. out in the way I, I interact with people. And, and it's taken me 38 years to figure out that, okay, I'm, I'm 
I'm biting this person's head off for absolutely mm-hmm. no reason, and I need to I need to scale back on the information overload that's happening to me. I have to be very intentional about it. Not that I think that I'm a hypersensitive in any way, but I do know that it will affect my behavior when it comes to other humans. And I think it's good that you recognize that because I think, I mean, even for myself, a lot of times you're consuming so much information and you don't realize the effect that it's having on you. And then you realize like, why am I irritated? Or why am I like, just all of a sudden, like my heart's pounding or I'm getting like really worked up about things. Well, and you folks with kiddos, you also have to recognize this in your children. My nephew, he has to stay to a very, I mean, he's a little boy. He likes the, you know, the, Games. The games. Yeah, the ga- you know, we talked about games in the first episode. You know, he watches people play Minecraft. He doesn't play it. He watches people play it. And But if he's on screen for too long, you can absolutely see it in that little boy's behavior. Of course. And they have to pull him off the screens completely. And then he becomes like this amazing child who's just, I love you, Aunt Chrissy, comes up and runs. Yeah, you're more, he's, he's aware of his surroundings. You're more engaged in what's going on around you. I mean, it's so easy to give your kid a screen and and they have it in schools now too like there's oh it's stuff that they do on the ipads which you know starts in kindergarten and i'm not saying that's bad i think there are some great techniques and learnings that you can get through that kind of learning but i agree it's it's like for the activity space you want your kids to be kids and like use their imagination like i feel like as kids get older like they're losing that creative like imaginative I don't know. Listen, I appreciate online learning. I just think that it's a crutch in the absence of real life learning. A hundred percent. And person to person learning. I mean, I I work for a company that, that has a very strong network across the country and we weren't allowed to access that network through COVID. We just had our first in-person meeting conference, whatever you want to call it. Man, was it powerful. I bet. Man, was it powerful because it's nice to just get up for a 15-minute break and go talk to someone from Las Vegas yes. or get up and go talk to someone from British Columbia. It's just nice to do that. Yes, and that, kids need that. And and once again, we're putting them back on the screen. We're going to get back into – I feel like I we're heading towards the, the social media screen <laughs> conversation again. So it's gotten bad, and technology has changed all of that. Yes. You know, I, I read this, and I thought it was interesting um, – Back in 2013, Doha, Qatar, in which press freedom activists gathered to develop a strategy for responding to the violence in Syria, okay, a heated discussion broke out about what constitutes journalism in an environment in which professional reporters work alongside a new generation of online communicators who dub themselves media activists. So you have technology that's going to change everything and bring the information much quicker. And then you have the new generation, who, by the way, grew up online, so Mm -hmm. they're very good at it. They are now communicating via online, but is it journalism or is it activism? Because that line can very Very much be blurred. What do you think, journal? Wait a minute. You, you have a journalist degree, don't you? I do. Or journalism degree. I do. Can you tell us about it? This is why it's, (laughs) no, we're going to move on. No, I, this is why sometimes I get so worked up. um, You know, am I, am I a journalist today? No, but. Okay. What, what, what was, when you were in school, when, I'm sure like question number one on the very yes. first quiz was what is the definition of journalism? Journalism, 
use, well, used to be more of taking information, presenting the facts to the public so that they can then make their own opinion or decision about what is going on. And that was my understanding of journalism. You take a That's story. That's what it should be. You report what's happening, period. From all sides. So that everybody reading can come up with their own conclusions. Correct. That was my interpretation of what journalism because is. Because think about it. If you're somebody just reading an article, reading a news paper, reading online, what you're reading, you want to believe or know that what you're seeing here, what is being presented to you is factual and that you're getting all the pieces of information that you should. Mm-hmm. That's not, I mean, it's really not happening a lot anymore because you're getting that really biased viewpoint from each side. It's, it's from all ends. So, oh, what is activism then? I think activism, you're putting, you're trying to make a difference. You're trying to have a movement that you believe in. With your opinion. With your personal beliefs and opinions. Yes. Yes. And I, like you said, how it's, do you it's not, very blurred. I'm sorry, but when you're writing an article, how do you not cross that line? How do you not put your own opinion in? I Everybody think, has opinions. I think it's hard, but I think, like, think about news anchors when they're presenting the news. Yeah, but they read off of a teleprompter. By the way, if you didn't know that, they are not off the cuffing it. They are I'm reading Ron a Burgundy. teleprompter. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the best movie. Um <laughs> I'm kind of a big deal, yeah. I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> so, yes, they're reading off a teleprompter, but again, that information that they're reading, one, should be factual. And But when they're also presenting it to you, they really shouldn't be putting their own opinion on it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. again, you want to just give people factual information, whether you believe in it or not, it's what's happening. But if human beings are innately and taught to be biased, how do you just present facts? It's tough. It's, it's very hard. Which is why there were so few and far between of really great journalists, correct? Oh, yeah, journalism's dying. I, I, I believe that too, because the, you know, once again, I believe, like, it's funny, even on the podcasts I listen to, or if you listen to the news, people are, are referencing opinion pieces more now yes. Yes. than I've ever heard. And there's all these, like, anonymous sources. Well, that's, when did that happen? that's the thing. And like I said, a lot, it's, it's all opinion pieces. All of these outlets now, or all of these, you know, social media pages that are now political pages and have their followings, they're, they're putting out one viewpoint, one opinion. And, it's almost like they don't have to really credit or reference where they got information from. You're, you can just put it out there. You can just say and you, Because anything. you know that your followers follow you for a reason. So if they're following you, they're going to believe what you're putting out there. I mean, is that the basis of the problem? Is that you're just looking for followers? I think that's some of it, yes. Have because it's just, all about... Have we just turned the world into a massive popularity contest? Pretty much. It's like high school all pretty over much. again, but worse. Yeah. And that's truly, that's truly what it is. And it's also... You know, I want I want it quick. I, oh, I can scroll. I can read the headlines. I don't even have to read the full article anymore. I can just read, like, the top bullet point, and you think you have your information. You know, maybe Mr. Biden, if you want to do a little bit of good in the world, get rid of your friggin' mask mandates and mandate that people have to read at least four articles a week <laughs> of opposing well, opinions. that means he would have to also do that. He would also have to do so. that. I think that would be powerful if people just read the other side. You know, I, 
I, I, I watch Newsmax and mm-hmm. Fox News, and I also watch CNN. Yep. I, cannot, I can't get through MSNBC. I just, I, I have to scream at the end of it. Brilliant. But I will watch CNN because, you know, I actually do like some of their, their um, uh, what are they called? Their hosts. Yeah. News anchors. I actually do like some of them because um, I think they're actually very smart people. However, I don't agree with them on a daily basis, but I do find it important to listen to the other side. Yes. Because yes. I might learn something, you know, and actually I have learned something. And you, like I said, it doesn't, it doesn't matter which side. There might be one side that's presenting these, this information that's completely left out of a different story on a different news site. You know what I mean? Well, we're going to get into the differences between how the news feeds the information to the people. In fact, I found this phenomenal website. Website. Words are hard. <laughs> um, it's called Polarination. Mm, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. And what it does, it's simple. It's just one page, and every day it puts all of the CNN stories and all of the Fox News stories right next to each Which other. And you can just compare how the two news news um, cycles are going, how they're feeding the information differently to the general public. And what's the problem? It's pro- fascinating. What the problem is, is that people that watch Fox News and Newsmax, that's all they watch. People that watch CNN and MSNBC and what's the other one, ABC, yep. that's all they watch. That's they, what I mean. They don't ever cross over and just listen to the uncomfortable other side. And that's, I just... It takes practice and it takes a lot of time because we're so used to going to like the resources that we have and we believe in. But it's you have to pay attention on how you're receiving information because you just got to get it from all angles before you can make an opinion. But easier said than done. See, I'm someone who does jump to conclusions. It's just in my personality. <laughs> it's it's remember remember I have an authority problem. So with that also <laughs> comes I jump to conclusions. It's one of my growth paths. Um, but I am someone who, who, if I hear something, I can tend to believe it at face value and not do the research. I've learned over the years to do my own research. Yes. And it, you're right. It is a discipline to do it. It's hard. It. It's a discipline to just take what somebody's saying and say, let me just check with my gut on that one, and then I'll make my own opinion, which is interesting to me because, and if I bore you to death with yoga, just let me know. Um, even with yoga, my teaching style is very much like, here's the pose. Here's two more modifications if this doesn't feel good. Try them all. Get all of the information and then make your decision. See what works for you. Yeah. And it's interesting that in my own life, I don't do that. But as a teacher, I'm very much about get all the information, mm-hmm. test it all out in your body, and then make your, your, your decision. Because it's going to be different for everybody. Yes. And I think, I, I mean, like you said, it's, it's a discipline that you have to kind of work at. But I've been getting a little bit better at it because my dad is so mm-hmm. good about that stuff. So he's always like, you know, don't believe everything you see. You got you to gotta do your research. And uh, I, just, I can't wait to get him on here. By the way, if there's ever a Jeopardy episode that deals all with Disney, <laughs> her father will kill it. Your father, your father just reads, and re- he's fascinated he's just like with Disney. A sponge. He just has so much information. So I'm always like, well, and he's a really good storyteller. Yes, Re- like he's so. Like, that's your brother too. He's very animated. Like they're yes. just really, really good storytellers. Okay, back to media. Yes. So 
Um, in an era in which technology has changed everything about the way news is gathered and delivered, is it possible to draw a line between journalism, activism, and other kinds of speech? Like I said, I think it's hard. And another thing with technology, because you have so many outlets now and sources, yes, there are fact checkers, but again, are, are they trustworthy? It's, it's like there's too many places to check everything. Well, how you can't about, do as much fact checking as you used to. Well, how about this? Is maybe journalism and activism are are linked to the entities that control them. So in China and Egypt, journalists support government policies while activists support the people's policies. Yes. That's interesting. That makes sense because it's friggin' China, but <laughs> um yeah, the the Chinese Communist Party definitely controls the media up there. Yeah. So a uh, cool cool little um, article below. So as we move into media bias, like the first thing that popped into my mind was what happened to President Trump. Oh, I mean, there's so much there. What happened to him never happened to any other never. president, and it's been studied by Harvard, by the way. He was attacked so bad in the media. I mean there were, you can't you can't not say there wasn't media bias there, you know? Whether you loved him or you hated him, you can't say that people weren't going after him from in the, the media. second he went into office until yeah. the second he was out. And still it's still going on. It is still going on. Still going on. Yeah. You bet. It's, I don't think it's ever going to end. And what's interesting is, you know, let's just take the Russian hoax, the the PP tape. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the yes. pee-pee tape? Yes, I do. He went over to Russia, got a bunch of Rus Russian prostitutes, yep. and they peed on him? Yes. Not true. It wasn't oh, it's true. Not? And what's funny <laughs> is that everyone reads the headline of the story, but nobody reads Looks into it. Nobody reads the story that comes out after that says, oh, it wasn't true. By the way, it was a complete And hoax. you know what? But there are a large majority of people that don't want it. They don't care if it's true or not. They don't. They don't. They just like to hear something bad about somebody they don't like. You know, okay, so I'm a Trump supporter. I love Trump. I actually went and saw him live. I have a, I have a highly, highly measurable respect for a man who can develop a business, because I'm a business person, and sustain that success for that long. Listen, you don't go into business and get that rich for that long and you're a dummy. Does he have some bad qualities about him? You bet. Like, I mean, those, I mean, yes, yes we have no more mean tweets anymore. But listen, I don't love everything about everybody and I didn't love everything about him. But what I did like about Trump was his politics and his policies. And, and the fact that he, he did what he said he was going to do. Well, no, he, remember, he checked two, remember, I only have two boxes. He checked two boxes for me. The government yep. stays out of my life, and he makes sure that the money that I work my ass off to make goes into my pocket. He checked those two boxes for me, so that dictated my voting style. That's why I liked President Trump, because of his policies. Mm -hmm. I don't care about the personality. I don't. Right. The personality is insignificant to me as long as I get those two things in my life. So what's interesting is my best friend, who you'll probably hear about a lot on this episode, we hang out all the time. 
hates Trump. <laughs> I mean, hates him. I mean, I say his name and she wants to jump out of the car. So you're saying she didn't eat a Trump donut? No, there weren't. No, there were <laughs> definitely not any Trump donuts. She did have Fauci donuts with me. This is the same Fauci sense, donut girl. And I asked her one day as we got into it, like really got into it. And she, <laughs> I was like, well, what about his policies don't you like? Yeah, what was the answer? She didn't have one. She didn't know not she didn't know one of the policies he was putting on the table. She just didn't like him. And that is the problem. You like you said, you're not electing a present president no less for their personality. I'm not anyway. I I I, 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 I mean, yeah, is it nice to have somebody who has, you know, a great personality? Yes, but you want somebody who's going to get things done and who's going to do benefit your life. It's going to directly affect you. I mean, a good example is I loved Obama. I really did. He was a phenomenal public speaker. Like you He was just, a great public speaker. You couldn't take your eyes off of him. He was great with the people. I mean, the people in the White House loved him. I really liked him as a person. Policy-wise, I didn't vote for him, though. Once again, I'm not concerned about the personality when it comes to my government. I just need to know what you can do for me. Mm-hmm. Because that's the purpose of our democracy is like, what can you guys do for the people? Because I'm paying your paycheck. You're taking my money. You're stealing my money with, with <laughs> friggin' taxes. I pay your paycheck so you can live in your fancy houses. What are you going to do for me? I don't care about their personalities. I care about their policies. And I feel like we've all gotten sucked into the reality TV thing. Well, it's like the celebrity, right? Like... It, th- Again, it's all crossing over. It's it's like, yes, there's politics, but we're going to add all this other fluff and nonsense to it that doesn't matter, but we're making it matter. It just doesn't make sense to me. Well, I mean, it's like, you know, and I, you, do you remember um, Real World? Uh, yeah. I know. Real World. Bring do it know, back. Do you know Real World, World Joel? You're too young, yeah. It was, it was the- You don't know Real World? Yeah, it was the first reality TV show from oh MTV. Gosh. And- I mean, we were addicted to addicted. it. Addicted. What, what's going to happen on the, on the next episode of The Real World? Because there was always like, fu- because listen, guys, <laughs> real life is very boring. It's very boring. So everything is scripted in reality TV. If you don't know that, I'm really sorry for you. But <laughs> reality TV people. is all scripted because real life is very boring. So there was always a fight. There was always this person like couples hey, getting she's together. cheating on him. I mean, it was oh, so dramatic. Was so like good. we loved it. We absolutely loved it. It was so good. But it started this downward cycle of like we call it reality TV, and it's not. It's like it's like the filters and the pictures mm-hmm. now. Oh, this is me. No, it's not. This is you in a filter. Yes. You know, what was that? What was that one filter called? Natural beauty. Natural filter? beauty, yeah, and it's the, like the oxymoron of the filters. Yeah, natural beauty, except you look nothing like yourself. Fast forward to today, now we have the Real Housewives of New Jersey and the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And also they're, th- they're throwing great. tables at each other and they're screaming at each other and she hates her sister. It's, this is what we love to watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's all about the personalities. And the more personality you have, but the bigger of a star, the higher the ratings yeah. on the show, the more drama. But it's yes. not real. We forgot that, and once again, now we have now we've kind of shifted that over to everything yes. in our life, and it's 
well, what's your, I, I need to like you as a person to, mm-hmm. to vote for you. No, I need to, <laughs> I need to like your policies and what you can do for me. And then I will vote for you. I don't care about your personality. Correct. I don't that know. should come after the fact. It should be. Yeah, I, like Trump, you are an egotistical maniac. Like that's not a secret. And I think he knows that too. Yes. I'm not going to get a beer with the guy. I'm not, I'm not going to hang out. Although I think it would be interesting to hang out with him. But I just need to know what you're going to do yes. for me. Oh, you're going to put the money back in my pocket? Cool. All right. So I can give to more charity? Okay, thank you. Oh, you're not going to get in my way and tell me what to do? Okay, great. Those are my two check boxes. I'm good. How do you feel today? How do I feel today? About who? About him? No, about all the policies going on today. Are, there, are your two boxes getting checked? No, they're not. <laughs> they're not. My money is going out the window towards <laughs> gas and food and oh and, gosh and every and and I mean the student loan debt repayment. Listen, if you're in the boat where you're getting ten thousand dollars repaid, you're a happy camper. But for those of us that paid our bills and worked, yep, full time jobs through college to pay our own bills, we struggle with that. We're gonna struggle with that because. Once again, it's if you just not right. When you take debt out, you have to pay it back. That's just the rule. And don't think that like when you get into the real world, the bank is going to forgive your debt. We have two cousins right now that are going to benefit from this. Mm-hmm. And they're happy. And I don't blame them. And it's them. not, but here's the thing. For people that are benefiting from that, it's not your fault. You just happen to be at the right place, right time. You bet. It's his But Again, you have these leaders making these decisions, and it's like, what are we doing? Because it's not a loan forgiveness. It's just a loan transfer. Because yeah. you know what's coming out in the news right now is that if you are going to get this this loan forgiven, you are going to pay in taxes. Of course. There's going to be a stipulation when you fill your taxes out in 2023. Nothing's ever just given out. No, nothing's for free. Nothing is for free. Nothing is for Somebody else has to pay that. To be honest with you, you know who should pay it? The colleges. A hundred percent. This is 100%. the college's fault. It's a ripoff. They get they get these endowments that are millions and millions of dollars. So they're 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 what are they called? Superintendents or who is it that sits at the top of the the? Co- these people make stupid amounts of money and do nothing all day. Give it to the kids. Correct. Give it to the kids. We shouldn't have to work that hard to get through college. We shouldn't be in that much debt to go to college. It shouldn't be that expensive. It's not the kids' fault. Absolutely not. To want to get a higher education? It's the college's fault. It's ridiculous. The amount of money that you have to pay to go to college is unrealistic and unreasonable these days. That's why a lot of people don't. I mean, let's be honest. How much do you actually learn in college? Or how many people are using the degree that they got? Uh, Nobody. Unless you went for like, you know, in law or doctor or pharmacy, things like that, that are very specialized. But, I mean, other than that, I'm not. (laughs) Are you? Oh, no, you're not. (laughs) Uh, Not now. No, no. It's, um, and by the way, I actually don't think young kids should have to pick what they want to be at 18 years old. I know. I feel like that. that It's such a loaded question. And then you feel the pressure. Well, I was, I was a Spanish major. Chrissy, yeah, sky was the limit. I was going to be anything I wanted. I was a. She really took that to heart. <laughs> I was a Spanish major. I was a vocal performance major. I was a vet tech student. I remember that. Oh, I'm sorry. I missed one. Psychology, mm. Spanish, vocal performance, 
vet tech finished with psychology. Jack of all trades. And I didn't even finish. <laughs> barely finished. But look at you now. Still walk the stage, but barely finished. But, um, well. Lots of people go to college for seven I years. thought for some reason I had to pick. Like, I, I, and I, I was dumb about it. I skipped all my gen eds and went into my yeah. major. Which, by the way, if, if you're going into college, do your gen eds first. Do yeah, that's, your gen that's eds. That's step one, usually. Because I wasted so much money because I had to finish my gen eds, which, which they're the worst classes on the it's, planet. Yeah, it's like, take a bunch of these classes that are just fillers at this point. Writing, that's how writing, the system 101. Works. Writing. Yes. What, what was the, create? no, creative writing. Was, oh, yep. I hated that. I hated that when the teacher was like, just write about anything. I'm like, well, you just give me a freaking topic to write about. I don't want to write. that's what I enjoyed. Oh, okay, but. I did not. I don't want, <laughs> just give me something to write about it and I'll freaking write. I'd rather do, I'd love public speaking class. Did you take public speaking? I did, I loved it. I never prepared, I never prepared for anything. I just got up there See, and won it, and I got an A-plus on it. There you go. But I couldn't sing in front of anybody. That That's weird. This is so so going to die on me. Your lap. <laughs> As I'm, like, watching my, my juice, just 4%, 3%. Yeah, so do your Gen Eds, kids. Do them. Do them. Get them out of the way. And, I, you know, when I first got into working with my parents, who taught me a lot about business, mm-hmm. I used to sit in on interviews with my father, and I would always be like, why do you – Ask them about their degree, because I because I was like nobody ever does what their degree is. Right, and he was like Christina, all it does is it shows you that they can complete something and they understand they understand a time schedule and they can hand assignments in on time and they can show up on time. He goes, that's all that says. They have those skills. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that makes sense. Dad was a smart man. He was a very smart man. All right. Oh, I found this really interesting graph that I've been staring at. Let's go through it before my computer dies before here. Before it just shuts down. So where did we leave off before we got down that tangent? Oh, my policies, not people. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, thank you, A lot about te- Trump when he got into office. I just found this interesting because this came from Harvard. 60% of Republican voters agreed with the idea that social media companies practice conservative bias and prevent the spread of conservative content, compared to 16% of self-identified Democrats and independents, um, according to Morning Consult, blah, blah, blah. Um, this was conducted July 19th, 2,000 registered voters. So you have... of Republicans believe their content is being suppressed and there is a bias towards the the conservative belief belief system. You ask Democrats and independents the same question and they don't believe there's a bias. When there's that big of a number difference, in my opinion, what that means to me is that Democrats and independents are happy about the information being spread. Well, yeah. It aligns with what they believe. That's what, that's what the number difference means to me. I found that interesting. And I think, too, okay, so when you think of this from, like, a social media perspective, who are the people behind the social media companies? Well, you have Mark Zuckerberg, who, who, which, by which, the way, looks like he's 18 years old. Yeah, he's got a young face. He does. He will never have a wrinkle once in his life. Lucky man. Very lucky. With the, yeah, I'm sure with the amount of stress that comes his way every day, it's kind of shocking. I know. I know. But what what side do you t- think Mark Zuckerberg 
swings to. Well, we know what side he gives his money to. Zuckerbucks. It goes to Democrats. So I think that's a huge part of it. Mm-hmm. It's all kind of in, in the agenda. And again, I follow lots of different pages, but you do see certain things being censored or posts being removed for different things. I guess, what? why do we have to censor things? Why can't we just put it all out there and let people pick? Well, it's it's like, what's so bad about that? Because we don't want that. We want, they want control. They want control. It's like, look at Twitter, okay? There are, and speaking of Trump, there are literal members of the Taliban who have active Twitter accounts and can post whatever they feel. But we have banned former President Trump. We have, for the January 6th events, I'm sure other things that he's tweeted out, but we've banned a former president of the United States. Mean tweets? Mean tweets. But we have Taliban members that are still allowed on Twitter. Why do we have to ban anybody? Exactly. Because they didn't like what he was doing on there. Then you have you have Iran's supreme leader, going to butcher that name, so I'm going to leave it out, but they are on Twitter and have, have actually posted. <laughs> no, I want you to try it. I want <laughs> you to try it. Um, Ayatollah I, Ali Khamenei. Awesome. Khamenei. Don't. It's a pretty name. It's not a pretty name. It's a very... It flows, you know? But they are on on Twitter and have posted things about the COVID vaccine, basically saying they think it's untrustworthy, um, that it's not unlikely they would want to contaminate other nations. They weren't for it. Okay. Flip over to uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, who's a, a Republican in Georgia. She was permanently banned because she, at the time when all the vaccine information was coming out, she was saying she was apparently like a super spreader of misinformation, quote unquote. There, I don't. Th- this is what just baffles make the it shit make out of me. Sense. Well, no, make it consistent. Um, <laughs> it's like it's like truly believing that everything on the internet is true. Yes, there is so much wrong information everywhere you look. There's wrong mm-hmm. information in books. There's wrong information online. There's wrong information in magazines. There's wrong information on on in newspaper. Why does anybody care what anybody reads? I just think that's why you got to be smart about it. You got to well, you got to dig. You got to do your research. Well, the only the only thing it says to me is that there's an ulterior motive behind trying to get sure. you to believe something and not showing you all the information. Even sure. if you believe this is information and I believe that's misinformation, that to me just indicates an ulterior motive, and it has to do with that word control, which just makes me what was well, we, how did we you know. describe this it? Is, Shaking a corner. This is sending Chrissy to the moon. I don't because. like being told what to do. <laughs> So I don't like to be controlled. So I, 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 to me, that's what that screams is like, mm-hmm. if we have to do this, I'm not going to show you why. There's always an ulterior like, motive yeah. to something like that. Like, why not just leave all the information out there and let people pick for themselves? It, that's like Mission Impossible right now. I mean, I don't really care. I don't really care what you think is misinformation, and I don't expect you to care to think what I think is misinformation. Right. I know. It's, it's, very, it's strange to me that, that everything isn't allowed. This is the land of the free. Since when has it been the land of uh, confusion? I'm going to tell you what to think <laughs> and control. say. And 
We want control of the people. We want control of their minds. Hey, that's fine. There's a country out there that does that already. It's called China. Get on a plane a and go live there. <laughs> you can live it every single day of your life. Look, I don't understand these folks. We are the land of the free. Everything should be accepted. Everything should be allowed. Nobody should tell anybody what's right or wrong or, or what's good or bad. Right. If you want that lifestyle, it exists in lots of other countries. Go there. It's not here. I know that seems short-sighted, like, just pick up your stuff. and I, I, I get that, but, like, go live but it. But I think you have to – I think it's time for people to understand what you truly have here in the United States because you're not going to find that other places, like you just said. And at the same time, I, take al- it for granted. I also think the United States has a lot of work to do on 100%. some things. We do. Um, but I think we take it for granted a I lot. I don't think we're we perfect by any means. I love this country with all my heart. I would never live anywhere else. But I also think we have some work to do on some things. We have we don't have a perfect past. Right. We don't. But and that's but that's how you grow and that's how you do better. And I think sometimes we try to erase things that happened in the past because we just they're so terrible we want to move past it. Okay, but how do you think we get farther? How do you think we improve? I mean, just a general rule in your own life is when you make a mistake, it's not the mistake that matters. It's what you do immediately after. So I don't understand why people want to almost like erase our past and our mistakes in our past. Because if we don't have those mistakes, we have to, we can't learn from anything. We have to learn from those mistakes. You know, the way we treated people wasn't, wasn't acceptable all the time. We weren't, we weren't always in equal, in equal you know, fairness country. And we have to learn that that wasn't okay. And here's where we need to go from there. But on the same hand, don't tell me what to do. Right. Don't tell me what to do. (laughs) Right. But I completely agree. We need to recognize where we were, where we are today, and where we want to be. That's your motivation for today. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Question the answer. (laughs) I love how last board. I love how last episode you threw that and you were like question it. I just I literally repeated that over and <laughs> that one in the Tommy Boy one. I don't know. I just thought that it made me giggle oh, as I was getting screamed at by that. some woman in <laughs> Buffalo. Uh, so um, this next little slide that I had, this is from CNN, which me- I thought was I know very interesting. I was like, Whoa, CNN, you go. Um, It actually listed out the percentage of news reports with positive or a negative tone during, back to Trump, Trump's first 100 days in office. CNN had 93% negative coverage of the president. And they posted this on their own site. 7% positive. NBC, same exact numbers. CBS, 91% negative, 9% positive. The New York Times, 87% negative, 13% positive. Washington Post, 83% uh, negative, excuse me, 17% positive. And then I'm going to skip down to Fox, who their tagline is what, fair and balanced? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't actually watch Fox that much anymore, but, but this was interesting. That was also interesting to me 52% as well. 52% negative, 48% positive. And I was shocked. It was a split for Fox News. That's fair and balanced. This is from CNN, by the way. This isn't from Fox News. CNN that skewed. Alone, yeah. 
skewed negative 93% of the time. That's like um, 100 days, 93 of 93 days of 100 days. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. You're just hearing like awful stuff. Yeah. And that's, that's what was happening. I think people could not comprehend that he was elected president. I, I think they were just I think people were stunned. so focused on his personality, yes. they forgot to look at what he was going to do for them. Mm-hmm. Which, yes. was, which was lower taxes, which he did, which was get the government and all those regulations out of the way. You know, he had a really good rule. It was like for every regulation you want to add, you have to remove two. It's actually a good rule of thumb for your life. Like, if you're, like, a busy, busy person, if you ever want to add something in your life, you should remove two things because you have to balance, you know, your life. That's so true. Um, so, yeah, that, that, that's crazy to me. I mean, those numbers are from CNN, and it was, it was pulled from a Harvard Kennedy School um, report that was done. I, I just, there you go. You want negative in your life? Focus on the negative. You want positive in your life? Focus on the positive. Kind well, of a simple rule. It is simple. But if you are a person that watches the news, you enjoy watching the news to some degree, or you're following all these different pages and, or sites, it majority, I feel like, is always negative. Like every now and then you'll see like a happy story and you try to hold on to that so tightly because you're like, oh my God, there's something good happening in the well, world. Well, go back to reality TV. Right. It's kind of negative, like mindless. Negative is not going to get you the ratings that you need. It's the tables being thrown. It's the fights. It's the yes. she's a this, he's a that. Oh, my God. It's, yes. it's this drama life that we live in that we are so just, addicted to. There's, and there's so many shows now to pick from. I mean, do you, do you know anyone in your life that you just, they're just addicted to drama? There's a few in our I mean, family. Sure. <laughs> maybe, we maybe. love you. We love you. Um, we do. We love yes. our family to pieces. Yes. But yeah, I, I know plenty of people that way. I mean, I, I work with someone who, he, he is just addicted to drama. Like, like fuels him. I mean, like, he gets up every day and says, like, how much drama can I, can I have come <laughs> into my space today? Like, it's, he just, it's, and it follows him at this point. And it's just like, oh. But then I also love, I can't, it's not really anyone I know personally, but I also love when you just see, like, on Facebook or whatever, people Posting like I hate drama, but then they put out they air all their dirty laundry, oh my and then God. the dissertations yes. that people today I did this and so and so. I mean, like it's like because uh, they want the comments, they want the, likes. the attention. Oh, like, oh my it's gosh, gonna what's going be on? okay. You did the right thing. It's just like <laughs> I love it, and then I love the fact that right people thing. take the time to post to comment on it. Like that always cracks me up. It's like this, you know, this person just put this out there for some sort of a response, and you're giving them a response like, "You're doing great." Sweetie. I wish they would just post, "I need attention right now," because <laughs> well, that's basically what it is. And people can just respond, "Attention, attention, <laughs> yeah, just attention." Here you go. I need attention right now. Oh, it's the best. I mean, it's it's not, but it is entertaining. And once again, you and I, our generation, we we look at it as being silly. There are mm-hmm. the generations underneath us; they grew. Up on it's that. not they silly to them. That. It, yeah, right. It, it is something that it's how they, they need to feel validated, and that's how they get their their feelings out. I mean, God, honestly, God bless them. That's how they they're more in touch with their feelings than we ever will be. <laughs> we we just suppress it all. Yeah, and we just you know put it way down. Low. Go do a ninety degree yoga class and kill ourselves in it. I mean, so looking at the other side of it, there once again, 
they're in touch with their feelings more than they've ever been. And that's a good thing. That's yes. a good thing. That's a good thing. And they're more open thing. to talk about it and, and be open to it, which is good. Um, but sometimes it's, I feel like sometimes it's too much. Like we don't, especially when it comes to like making decisions about something or taking in information, like it doesn't always need to be like, oh, this makes me sad. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna make a decision about it or I'm gonna ignore it. I'm gonna move on. I don't want to even hear it. Like that plays into some of this too. Hmm. You know what I mean? I do. Did I ramble about that? I feel like (laughs) like I'm talking in a big circle. (laughs) She's like, I get what you're saying. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I just feel like there is a lot of feeling. I feel like people sometimes lead too much with how they feel versus what they think. Well, you and I, you and I work into very large corporations. We won't, we we won't name them because we want to keep our jobs. That's how people buy products today. Mm-hmm. Feelings. I'm, I, let's just take f- two food stores in our marketplace. One has a very industrial look, is white with big red lettering. <laughs> you know who I'm talking yes. about, right? And the other one has a, it, it's a homey feeling. And that was the intention behind the design yes. of the food store. It's a very big food store. In our, in our territory. Very family. Very family. Even the ceilings are lower. It's got that red color in it. It's almost the, t- the tiles. It's to look like a home as opposed to the industrial look of the other food department it's store. More cold. like you get in, you get out. And it's based off of how you feel. Sure. How do you buy? Listen, I, I just bought a new hair straightener. I don't know if you've noticed, but I have lots of hair. I was going to say it looked... I'm looking at reviews and how that product's going to make me feel. So it's not a bad thing. Feelings are not a bad thing. It's okay to be in touch with them, but it's also, but it's not okay to project them. We also have a lot of bias with celebrity news and celebrities. And I think we have seen, not just with Britney, but you know, you, the media, you can be so quick to build someone up and make them top of the world, but you can just as easily tear them down and ruin their lives. You know, I, well, yes, but I have to admit, when you sent that that note to me about that you were going to cover this, I was like, why? Because she's kind of circulating again. She is. She is. Um, this is why. First of all, Instagram. I love Brittany. Was I wanted to be oh, her who so didn't? bad? I wanted her body. I wanted the snake. The snake. I wa- yes. <laughs> I mean, yes. she was just the most beautiful she was thing in the world. She was everything. And then there was that one interview with, I think it was Oprah, and it was about the Justin Timberlake breakup, and, and Oprah put her in a bad light, like she was cheating on Justin Timberlake, which, by the way, who cares, because that's all celebrities do is cheat on each other, and I don't know why it was a big deal back then with Britney. Maybe that's what, and then I was like, maybe that's what you're going to go Well, she had, she had this image, right, when she was first, when she was at her peak, okay, she, she was like this good girl, Southern background. They never are, though. They always grow. It's like keeping she your She was in the Disney, you know, Mickey Mouse Club. Right. So and, she Oh, because they all turned out normal. Right. But <laughs> you had this kind of image surrounding her, and they were kind of pushing that, like, she's this innocent little girl. However, she was growing up in the spotlight. In a bra. With, in a family that, I guess, is psychotic. I don't, from, from what I'm understanding. Um, in a bra. <laughs> yes. So innocent. In a bra and panties. Let's put her in the Shaking lowest her jeans possible. Um, I loved it. Don't get me. I loved it. I watched. I'd watch her shake her ass. Oh, all day. I didn't know one person back then who did not want to be Britney Spears. Totally, totally. Didn't you know? It's she was the thing. She was. But 
fast forward a little bit, she gets older. She was with Justin Timberlake. You know, they were the golden couple. They had the matching denim. Oh, my, I was going to say that the denim outfits the denim, the best. The best. Um, coordination of all sorts. And then the whole cheating scandals came out. He wrote Cry Me a River. You feel bad for Justin. Britney's like this, you know, sleazy woman. And then she meets Kevin Federline. You mean her backup dancer? Her backup dancer with the, the cornrows. And they get married, and she's, or maybe they didn't even get married first. They got married. They, they, I know they got married, but did she get pregnant first and then have? Probably. Either way, it doesn't matter. That's why they had to get married. <laughs> <laughs> right, because she's, That's you know, right. she's Christian. That's right. So, you know, I think that really took a turn, and people were like, and that's when she started to probably be more herself. Like, she was going, walking around with, like, tank tops on and walking into gas stations barefoot, and, they, and then the media started lab- labeling her as, like, white trash literally that's what they were saying in the news they were so they were spinning because her image was changing were they spinning it though or maybe just highlighting the truth from what was before I mean she didn't come from money she came from a trailer park I think I think in Kentucky yeah it's not like they they were rich no no she made them rich um and I think as she got older, she was starting to kind of do her own thing. Or maybe she was just like, you know, I want to be more of myself now. I'm not this little girl, you know, I'm, I'm married, I'm having kids. And But then it was that they were hounding her. And like you said, I can't imagine. Can't imagine. First of all, being pregnant, trying to raise a baby, your every single move is being watched. I mean, think about that. I couldn't handle it. I'd, when you step I would outside, shave my head too. We all have a little bit of 2008 Britney in us, okay? <laughs> Especially after a lot COVID. Of, we have a lot of 2008 like, Britney in us. I mean, it's just, I don't blame her for that. But once that happened, she's unstable. She's just the whole conservatorship. I mean, it really it tore seemed, her life apart. It seemed a little over the top because mo- there were lots of people in this world making the same exact mistake yes, she they're was. They're not being watched. And nobody else was taking over their your life. You know what I mean? Like she... It was way over the top, and I think it had to do. I, I there's so many things we don't know that we will never know, there's and some, we shouldn't ever know. It's you know, it's like we highlight these people's lives. Like, look at the you have the Kardashians. It's like they're such a phenomenon, and you know what? Good for them. They're making money every second of the day. Like they are working everything and everybody, mm-hmm. but their entire lives, their kids' entire lives, that is all on camera, and they have zero privacy. And I literally can't grasp how how you get by like that well I don't think a lot of people could get by like that no you have to be built <laughs> if you're going to survive like if no one's in that family yet has you, have their to, heads. you have to love it you would have yeah. to love it and I think they do I think they do I think they do I think Courtney maybe be the only one who's yeah she which I feel like she has said like she, she wants to kind of yeah she doesn't want so much of yeah. it I mean I told you before like even the kid was like I don't I don't want to I want to go live with dad my <laughs> my stable dad because <laughs> There's too many cameras. Right. But I think they legitimately love it. I think that Kris Jenner is a mastermind. Master a business mind. mastermind. You bet. And yes. she's created an empire out of her own family. Some people do it with products and and stuff. She did it out of her family. She's, yeah. And I wouldn't mess with her if I was, I would not mess with her. they say the devil works hard, but Kris Jenner works harder. <laughs> I can see that. And that is the truth. It's totally true, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, but yeah, I think, again, it just that's the bias you, you can someone in a flattering light view them as this great person they're doing great things what is up with Brittany now well she's out of the conservatorship you know she's she got married again I know I know I do her kids now don't want anything to do with her 
you know, and there's, why does a mother not have custody of her children? You have to ask yourself that question. Well, when she was in, I think that happened while she was in the conservatorship because they were, she was seeing therapists, psychologists, like they were saying she wasn't fit. Who the? The people her dad It's not <laughs> easy to take children away from their mother. I know. Unfortunately, in this country, it's easier to take them away from the father, but it's almost impossible to take them away from their mother. So what else happened? I don't know. What else happened here? I think it's sad. You know, I think it's sad what happened to her. Um, and she, you know, I is feel she like stable? I don't know. I just think she's spent so much time in the limelight. Okay, follow, follow my logic here. Okay. Michael Jackson. Not a great human, great performer. Okay. How do you know he wasn't a great human? Okay. <laughs> All right, let's um, let's see how do we I work. I, I know you're a ma- don't get up and start dancing. You're a massive like fan. I am. So I believe that Michael Jackson, because of his childhood, there was massive amounts of trauma in his childhood. He yes. never truly mentally grew up. That is true. Does that I make think, sense? Yes. I feel, and he was a genius. And yes. by the way, most geniuses are crazy in some way, shape, or form. They're, there's there's there is a craziness about them. I think she's very similar where yes. she had, there's some trauma that happened in her childhood and it may have just been the spotlight that may have been the trauma or the way the, I don't know. I think and a lot she has not parents. mentally grown up. Mm-hmm. She's sick. Well, she even, again, this is just coming from her, but she has posted saying, you know, she was monitored on what she ate. She was monitored on showering. Um, she lives she alone. Able, yeah, but her, she was in that conservatorship. She had no right over her own life. And her and she didn't have access to her own money. I don't believe in the conservatorship, but I don't I don't know how you can have that much control over any human's life. She lived in that house alone, away from well, her, her. Yeah, but her dad was in what they do? What would they do, beat her? I, don't, I, don't I mean, Seriously, what is the consequence if she ate like two donuts instead of one? Well, I don't think they provided it for her to even have that choice, from what it sounds like. Okay, I I don't Let's know. Let's get Brittany on. We need answers. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. I know. We should, and we should like, get our. I'll I'll send her a DM. A sure she'll respond. Yeah, please, please. Yeah. <laughs> While she's hey, dancing Megan. in her living room. <laughs> this is why I wish you had Instagram because she I put do, some gold out there. But I do look at her Instagram once again. I get like twenty five seconds spinning. and it kicks me out. Oh, it's spinning. Spinning. Her I dancing. used to dance like that, by the way, with the hair. <laughs> Spin. Let's see it. Um. Phenomenal dancer, phenomenal performer. Yes. Once again, I don't think she's all there because of something that's sure. happened when she was younger. And no, who would be if that was what happened to you? I mean, look at all the child stars. Exactly. I mean, name one child star that made it. Mandy Moore. Mandy Moore. She's she's pretty, I think. Not like I know she her. seems normal. She seems normal. Um, seems like she has a happy she life. She appears to be normal. Who else? Like, I, I'm, I'm struggling finding them. Um, I, I mean, Christina Aguilera, maybe is normal-ish no, now. No, she's not. Okay. She's not. Take her off the table. <laughs> um, Demi Moore just went back to being a girl again. Oh, you mean Demi Lovato? Or, yeah, yeah Demi Lovato. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just aged myself. Um, people are like, who's Demi Moore? All of those Mickey Mouse people. Ryan Gosling. Okay. I feel like is, again, we don't know these people, but... <laughs> From what we see, he hasn't done anything too outlandish. Who else? There are, listen, Carrie Underwood, who, by the way, had the perfect life. She got a normal childhood. 
And then she yeah, made she it big. Older. Yeah. And then she made it big. Her legs are unreal. I know. Well, I think she does a lot of working out. Well, you think? <laughs> <laughs> I was born this way. So if we want to get back, I, I found this really cool screenshot. I'm going to have to like do it like really tiny. So this is one day of the news. Let's get back to Mr. Trump. Oh, yeah. Do you think he'll run again? Part of me thinks yes. But then part of me kind of hopes that he backs just, someone else up. Because oh, I run. just don't know if the country can handle that. Right. There is a livid hate for him, yes. and it's not going away. We're not convincing anyone, you know? Like, right. I mean, I don't know if the country can go through it again. Once again, I love his policies. I'd love to see him back up somebody but with I the same policies. But I think you're right. Policies. I think there's been so much divide over it, and I don't know. I don't know how it would go. So here is one day in the news. Or no, I'm sorry. It's three different news Reports. Here's how CNN reported it. Breaking news. Trump. <laughs> this made me laugh when you said I love it. CNN is so dramatic. I love them. <laughs> Trump attacks media after series of reports he ignored warnings as virus spread. And he, they're saying he attacks the media because he was attacking them and their reporters probably. Like I picture that as him like jumping into the audience yes. and punching people. Here's Fox News. This is how they reported the same exact event. Trump, we want to return to normal life. No breaking news either. Okay, that's, that's, um, okay, so then, Amazing. Oh my, God, my phone is so hard to scroll over. Second one, this must be on a different day. Trump, breaking news, Trump refuses to acknowledge any mistakes. <laughs> Fox News, no breaking news, Trump to reporter. <laughs> this had me cracking up. You know you're a fake. <laughs> and his face with it, like, okay. Oh, I don't know if fantastic. you're a New Yorker. I don't know how you don't like him. Um, and then here's the last one. Breaking news from CNN. Angry <laughs> Trump turns briefing into propaganda session. And then Fox News reports the same thing. Trump wants to keep media honest. Wow. Sounds very similar from each other. But look at the differences in perspective. I know. I know. You, there's not even a, I don't know how you get, I, I mean, someday maybe we play a game where we're like, where would the middle actually be? Because once again, the truth is always somewhere in the, you have two Correct. sides to every story. Truth is always somewhere in the middle. Um, if you deal with enough humans, you understand that. So once again, truth is always somewhere in the middle. Um, that's just funny to me. That's But again, so if you're sitting, you know, if you're a fan <laughs> of CNN and that's what you watch and these are the stories that you're you're believing of you're going to see those headlines you're or think see he's those a, he's an awful human yes, and you're being. Gonna be, it's going to feed your art your belief that's already there that he is horrible plus they use so many adjectives yes they use Angry a lot Trump. of they use a lot of adjectives it's just and then you got fox whose headlines are just very to the point well if you're democratic you think fox headlines are you're are, they're crazy yes if you're a republican you think the cnn Ones are way over the top. Yeah, it's just. But again, this happens literally yeah, every day. It's just day. opinions. They're, it's they're opinions. just they're listing opinions out. Like someone took him as angry that day and put it up there, <laughs> and someone took it as him trying to keep them honest. So, I, listen, I have a certain appreciation for people thinking that can just say it the way it is. Um, mm -hmm. Like I don't know, like specifically Gavin Newsom, who just makes my skin crawl. 
there's so much fluff in his ex. I'm like, what is he trying to say? Yeah, like, like, I get to the what point. Are you, what are you trying? Just say what you're trying to say. I don't understand the first half hour of your speech. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and, and people. Who's another one? Stacey Abrams. She's another one where I'm just like, say what you're trying to say. Well, because then you're just confused again. I'm like, there's so much fluff, and I'm trying to pull the fundamentals out you of don't what know, you're you saying. You don't even know what the message is anymore. I can't get there with some of these these people. Just say what you're trying to say, and I'm like, I'm a soundbite girl. Like, just say it. Yes. Nurr. Say what I need. Give me what I need to know, and I'll take my reaction. I'll do what I want with the information. And I'll be good. Yeah. Like that's just kind of how my brain operates. So. Adjectives I don't do well with. I never have. Yeah. Well, I, I have it just adds me. fuel to the fire. What was this little picture you put of Johnny Depp up here? Oh, because I was talking about, again, with the celebrity, you know, media and bias, that the whole Amber Heard, Johnny Depp trial. Okay, another one I could give a crap about. Same. Well. Oh, two, <laughs> two white. I think they're both nuts, to be honest they with are, you. They are, but the fact that we aired that trial. Oh, my God. Like, it was... The last thing we were ever going to see on this planet oh, was insane. My God! And f- yeah, you're getting you're getting like we knew so much about the two of them, way too much. <laughs> that's going to probably haunt me forever. That like we never needed to know. They played every second of that trial, every second, and people ate it up. It was everywhere. Oh, I didn't watch it. Don't I thought it was the dumbest. Th- I'm like, this is not what I'm going to waste was my hysterical. time on two. Crazy white rich yes. people that can't get along in a yes. relationship. It, but you're right. I gotta say, there were days where I was. It was the entertainment I needed sometimes because I never I'm like this cannot. I'm like it. this cannot be real life. These cannot be real people. It is this. It, it was, but then so you have that right. We're airing every detail do every hear, second. Do but, you hear Disney dropped him? Yes, that yes. Which Pirates of the Caribbean? You can't classic. really replace that character. You, he is that movie. He made those movies. I mean, he was in the ride. He, he, they put him in the I ride. Know. The Pirates of the and Caribbean. And I plan on going on that. Best ride ever. Best ride ever. But yeah, that's don't even get me started on that. It's yeah, they canceled him. Very upset about it. Um, but anyway, so they were airing that trial, right? Every detail. Okay, you knew everything. Meanwhile, you have Ghislaine Maxwell, whatever her name is, that trial going on. Have you heard anything about that? Any no. of those names? No. Any of the outcomes? She's be locked into prison forever of course you haven't but that's what i mean why why haven't we heard anything about that that's interesting i don't know i don't know why Why we chose to drown ourselves in that crap i don't know but i know what amber heard and johnny depp were doing (laughs) what was the most surprising thing that came out of that trial to you johnny depp um that it got so bad that she he (laughs) He was going back to the house that they, or we think it was his apartment or his house, but they lived in it. And they were separated, I think, and he was going back to get his things. Or no, I think maybe he woke up. She took a poop in the bed, okay? This grown woman did that and then tried to blame it on the dogs. And he had to explain this in court. And he said, I know what my dogs, you know what it looks like. So I'd have to say that was probably the most shocking. So, (laughs) wait, why did, because she's insane. No, I mean, was it like vindictive, or yes. was it because she just lost no, control of her bowels? No, it was vindictive. Bowels? Like she, they oh. were things oh. were very bad already with them. Um, and she did that as a I don't know. I I don't think I could physically do that, right? <laughs> oh my god, what else? Oh my god, what else? So so glad you asked. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's all right. And I officially could yes. care, that I care um, a lot. Now. Came out, yeah. It was it was. If you're ever bored, um, I'm sure there's plenty of. Clips that you can pull That's up. That's ridiculous. 
There you go. There's another example of privilege. There you go. Mm-hmm. But again, my po- the whole point to that is that is so unnecessary. That did not need to be on TV. That did not need to be something that we even knew was going on. We have a major trial that took place that could affect a lot of people yeah. doing bad things, and we don't know. A pe- we haven't heard a peep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just would like to know why. Kind of like the Gabby Petito and Brian Laundry thing too. Like, uh, why did we choose to follow? But there- we do that though. Like we we cling on to these. It could be whatever. There's so many people that are missing, and there's so many. I, I just don't understand why that. Like what makes that? Did you see Lifetime's making a movie already? There's a movie on it already. I was like, too soon. Okay, too Lifetime, soon. Slow your roll. Oof. Crazy. Of course, Lifetime jumped on that. Of course, I know, right? And they're going to use the same actors they use in all their movies. <laughs> <laughs> Love Lifetime. <laughs> oh my God, so does my mom. Uh, all right, let's get to our t-shirt sayings. We're at we're almost at time here. Okay. Um, did you see any great t-shirt sayings this week? I did. What'd you see? No, did you? <sighs> Not really. You always forget. I, this I don't. Part. I forget. Like my brain only can hold so much. I've been taking pictures of post-its. That's, good. That's how I remember That's it. Good. So first, um, one is, I would play Christmas music in the summer. Christmas music. You do? Oh. Even at Christmas time? The day of Christmas is acceptable. Oh, no. After that, I don't want to, before that, I, or after, I don't want to hear it. I mean, I wouldn't go as far as say I'm going to play it in the summer. Yeah, she wants to play it in the summer. That was that was one of my fellow Home. yoga teachers. Well, then maybe she, yeah, so she, she needs to feel happiness. I get yeah, it. Yeah, and then she just, to make me upset, she played it during Shavasana <laughs> the other day. I was like, stop. Just hear those <laughs> And then the other one actually came from one of my field guys. So my my installer, he was so he's so cute. I was like, Jeff, it's a it's a really nice day out today. And he goes, Christine, they're all nice days. Oh, that's very optimistic. Very optimistic. I thought that was a cute cute little. My response to when I see people, especially at work, it's like, how's it going? I'm like, well, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> Doing great. Doing great. Still here. I'm alive. Yeah. I'm, thank you so much for listening today. Um, This is Question the Answer, where it's okay to disagree. My name is Christine. And I'm Megan. And we look forward to next time. See you next time. 